the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. In the challenging times we live in today, we believe that God's Holy Word is the single most important source to all the answers we need and are searching for. Jesus tells us in Matthew 7:24 that anyone who hears his words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on solid rock. It is our hope with this program to help you grow in your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Lift Up Jesus is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church in Los Angeles, California. Our pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with his message for us today. But I kind of like just sitting here. You know, it's kind of comfortable. You gotta, I want to go here. I want to go to church. I can go to church. I want to go hang out with my buddies. I go hang out with my buddies. This is nice right here. You know, Sunday I go to church. Friday night I'm going out to the clubs. This is neutral. It's neutral. You know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not on fire for God, but I'm also not a rebel. I'm just kind of here in between, right? I, I'm, not, I'm not Billy Graham. And I'm not Howard Stern. I, I just kind of sit right here. You know, right here where the lukewarm stuff is. And I, you know, you know, I, 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 I go to church a little. I give a little. You know, I live in that $800,000 house, and I drive an $80,000 car, but I go to church, I give them 10 bucks from time to time. I'm not like that guy over there who gives nothing. I, I serve a little. Oh, I read my Bible a little bit. I think last year I read like 10 chapters. And what does Jesus say about the person who sits in this chair right here? Verse 15, look at it. I want you to look at it. You've got to learn something today. Jesus says, I know your deeds. You are neither cold nor hot. And then Jesus says, I wish. Everybody say, I wish. wish. So what does Jesus wish? He wishes that I was either get up and sit over here and get on fire for God. Or he would rather me just say, you know what, I, I, I'm really not into this thing. I, this is not my cup of tea. I'm just going to live my life the way I want. He would, rather you, he would rather you get over here than sit here. Now, I don't understand that. I understand why he would rather me be hot than lukewarm. But why would he rather me be cold than lukewarm? Why? Well, for several reasons. Now, they're, they're not going to be on the screen, but you can write them down if you want. The first reason he would rather me sit over there than here is when you're here, you're only one step away from being over there anyway. 
This is the church of Ephesus back in Revelation chapter 2 that had lost their first love. Oh, they used to be on fire for God. And they got, they got to a point where they just no longer had love for God. How do you get from here to here? Well, you get here first. And this is kind of the step in the direction of one day your heart is so cold and so callous you've just completely gone away. Here's the second thing. I want you to get this. When you sit here in this chair, you, whether you realize this or not, you're actually helping keep people out of heaven. This is confusing to people. The people that are watching your life and watching my life, when we say that I'm a Christian, yet we don't live like a Christian, and we just sit in this mediocre, blah, blah life for God, the world looks at us and they say, if that's a Christian, I don't want to have anything to do with that person. They don't say that about the guy over here. They say that about the guy sitting in this chair who's here, you're here, but you're not really living for God. I want you to think about this, that most of this church, most of this church is sitting in this chair right now. I have a diagram of this church. That's us. You know, I know this is true. I've been asking people all week, I'll ask you this question. What percentage of our church, this big church, how many people in here, percentage-wise, are actually literally on fire for God? Every moment of every day, they're just doing God's will. And the answers I get over and over again, about 5%. And we know statistically that's true by some of the things that we research, by how many people actually come to church, by how many people give. 5% of the people give all the resources here at this church. 95% of us give nothing. All the volunteering that's done around this church is done by about 5% of the people. And they volunteer for everything. You find someone who volunteers at this church, they volunteer for everything. I know the people that witness, that actually get out and share their faith and talk to people about coming to church, coming... About 5% of the people actually witness every single day. 95% of us never ever witness. I'm going to guess only about 5% of this church get up every day and have a quiet time, actually study the Word and pray. Probably only about 5% of us. Now, we also have about 5% of us that are cold. And you're here, and it's like, why are you here? Well, because my aunt said if I come, she'll take me out to eat lunch afterwards. Most of us are sitting in this chair, if we're honest. And think about the fact of how much this church has accomplished with only 5% of the people really on fire for God, most of us living lukewarm lives. But imagine how many people we could reach, how many missionaries we could support, the changes that we could make in our community if all of us got up out of the lukewarm seat and moved over and if all of us sat in this seat. Look at this slide right here. What if this entire church, except for you people that came so your aunt would take you out to eat lunch afterwards, 
What if every single person in this church witnessed every single day? If every single person in this church was involved in a ministry and volunteered? What if every single person in this church was giving sacrificially? What if every single person in this church had a quiet time every single day? Don't you see how that seat there is what's hindering us? But this is the seat that truly makes a difference in the world for the kingdom of God. And the third thing, let me write this down. The third, the third reason why God doesn't like you sitting in this chair, think about this. Sitting in this chair is actually an insult to God. It's an insult to Him. All that He's done for you. He created you. He breathed into your nostrils the breath of life. He keeps your heart beating. He gives you food and water every single day. He's given you a Bible. He's given you a church. He's given you your health. He's given you your family. You have a sound mind. You have a sound body. All the things that God does for you. And the most important thing that God ever did for you, He gave you His one and only Son, Jesus, to die on a cross. He gave up the most perfect gift in the world. And then we go, yeah, you know what? I think I'm just going to go to church a little bit. It's offensive to Him. Elijah said in 1 Kings 18, 21, how long will you waver between two opinions? If he is Lord God, then follow him. If Baal is God, then follow him. Jesus said in Mark 7, verse 6, these people, they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far, far away. Listen, if God is worth anything, God is worth everything. And I want you just to ask yourself, you don't have to say it out loud. But which chair are you today? I will tell you that this chair right here is where God's blessing is. This is the chair right here where you can go to bed at night with a clear conscience. Over in this chair is where joy and peace can be found. Sitting in this chair is miserable. But sitting in this chair, whoo, it's the best. Now, I I have some good news. How many of you want some good news? You You want to hear some good news? Write this down, write this down. God still loves you no matter what chair you're sitting in. This is the New Testament. Everybody say, this is the New Testament. God loves you if you're cold as ice, if you're hot as fire, or if you're lukewarm as that blah water that's just good for nothing. You either want hot coffee or cold coffee, and you get this little blah coffee or whatever. But God loves you if you're here. He loves you if you're here. He loves you if you're here. How do you know that? Well, because He says here in verse 19, Because these are heavy words. These are heavy words. But he says, those whom I love, I rebuke and I discipline. You know what what that reminds me of? My three children. Because their whole life I've been correcting them and rebuking them. And they go, Dad, leave me alone. Dad, you don't know what you're talking about. Dad, this, Dad, 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 you don't... I've heard, Dad, you don't even love me because you don't let me do what I want. Oh, 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 listen. It's just the opposite 
The only reason I tell you what I'm thinking, trying to discipline you, is because I love you. And one day you'll have your own children, that'll be payback. How many of you know what I'm talking about? See, this is all good. That Jesus lets us know where we are and where he wants us to be. So be earnest and repent. If you're lukewarm, right now you're sleeping with somebody you're not married to. You're sleeping with someone you're not married to. You need to repent of that and get over to where God wants you to be. That's what He wants. You're living in the $800,000 house, driving the $80,000 car, and you put in $5 in the offering plate. And we don't even take up an offering here. So don't go out of here and say all they talk about is money because we don't even take up an offering. People give online. But if you're giving God five, ten bucks a week, you need to repent of that and get over there and give him something that is worth the sacrifices that he gave for you. If the only time you open up your Bible is when you come to church, and, and again, most people don't even bring a Bible, you're just looking at it on a If that's the only time you're in the Word, you need to repent of that and start getting into the Word of God every single day. You don't, hey, you don't ever witness, you're never sharing your faith, you need to repent of that and start witnessing. If you're not involved in a life group or leading a life group, you're not volunteering here at the church, you're trusting on the 5% to do all the work, you need to repent of that and get plugged in and start volunteering at the church. 5% of the people are clapping. But number three, write this down. This is all in the text of Revelation 3 about us, the way we live, making God nauseous. He says, I stand here at the door of your heart, and I knock, and I knock, and if anybody would hear my voice and open up that door, I don't care if you're sitting in this chair, if you're sitting in this chair, if you would just open up the door of your heart, the Lord Jesus, Jesus says, I will come into that heart, and I will dine with you and you with me. He's not going to force His way into your heart. He just knocks. Revelation 3, this letter, He's just knocking. This sermon, He's knocking. This Bible, He's knocking. Every church, He's knocking. When we sung, it's knocking. When you look up and you see the stars up in the sky, he's knocking. When you see a sunrise or a sunset and you get your camera out and you take a picture of that sunrise, that's just God knocking. The Holy Spirit of God, he's just knocking on your heart and knocking away. And he's waiting. He's waiting for you simply to just, oh, he's not going to force his way. He's just going to, he's waiting for you to open it up. You heard some strong words today. But he says, he says, in that context, I'm just knocking. Open up that door. 
I'll come in there. I remember being touched by the popular song called Tie a Yellow Ribbon. It tells of a man who'd been sent to prison for three years. And now he's coming home on a bus. He served his time. And he writes a letter to the girl that he loved and who once loved him. And he tells her, you have every right to reject me. And he goes, in fact, I take the blame for everything. But he said, I'm going to drive by your house. And if you're willing or able to forgive me, if you would just tie a yellow ribbon around that old oak tree, I'll know that you have forgiven me. And I'll get off the bus. And I'll come inside. But he says, if you don't want to forgive me, or if you just, for whatever reason, you don't want me stopping, just don't, don't tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. And if I drive by down that country road and I look over to that oak tree and there's no yellow ribbon, I'll know, I'll know what that means and I'll just, keep on, I'll just stay on the bus and just keep going. And he turns the corner down that old country lane. He's coming down the road. And he looks up. And there's the old oak tree. It doesn't have a yellow ribbon around it. It has a hundred yellow ribbons tied around that old oak tree. And at that moment, at that moment, he knows that his lover has not only forgiven him, but she exuberantly welcomes him home. And just like that man on that bus, we are afraid of life, we're afraid of COVID, we are afraid of our mistakes, we're afraid of the sins that we have committed, we're afraid of the times that we've gone astray, of our lukewarmness, of our coldness, and we ask ourselves, will God truly forgive me Will he truly welcome me into his family? And the word of God assures us of God's welcome, the yellow ribbons of grace and the yellow ribbons of mercy and the yellow ribbons of forgiveness and the yellow ribbons of love are everywhere. This very moment, God desires to welcome you exuberantly home. If only you'll open up that door. He'll come into your heart. Let's stand and bow our heads for just a word of prayer. God, thank you for today. Oh, this series on 316 has been so good. I think it was last week we looked at 2 Timothy where the Word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. And today, Revelation 3.16, we see that that is true. That sometimes God's Word cuts to the heart. And Lord, I just pray that You would give us eyes, spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, spiritual heart to receive this word. And if there is anybody in this church sitting in this middle seat, help them to make 
a decision today to get out of that lukewarm, blah, blah, neutral stuff and come over here and begin to serve you with all of their heart, their soul, their strength, their mind. Lord, I pray if there's anyone here today that can hear the knocking of God upon their heart, that they will open that door. Bless every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl. Bring us back safely next week, we pray in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for coming to church. We hope you were blessed by our program today. If you are in need of prayer, we invite you to call us at our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. Our Lift Up Jesus phone counselors are ready for any prayer requests you may have at this time. You can also contact us right now if you'd like to receive a copy of today's message on either CD or DVD. Our number again is 888-818-4777. For more information about Pastor Dudley Rutherford, Shepherd Church, or this ministry, be sure to visit our website, liftupjesus.com. Our website again is liftupjesus.com. It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every week. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, one thing. These scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. Hi, my name is Kathy, and I lead the Anchor Cancer Support Group here at Shepherd Church. On August 17, 2011, I heard the words that nobody wants to hear, and that is, I had cancer. And when I had um, that diagnosis, I did not want to share it with anybody, but God had a different plan in that for me. And so it was pretty clear that during my surgery, my chemo, my radiation, all the side effects that I experienced, and even losing my hair, that God knew that I was going to be where I am today. The things that I experienced when I was going through my journey by getting love from other people, getting food, getting prayers, uh, even provisions that I didn't expect. 
was such a blessing to me that I knew that I had to turn it around and give it to others. So God put it on my heart to lead a cancer support life group in my home. We call on each other, we take each other to our doctor's appointments, and we pray for each other right before we're getting ready to go in for our treatments or our scans. We also provide food and, and support for them during their journey. Later on, when I was ready to start the group, God gave me the name Anchor. And I know now why. Because when you think of an anchor, you know that it is linked to a chain. And the members of this group are the links of that chain that were linked on to one another, strong, standing firm to our Father, who is our anchor. And together, we walk this journey with them through this storm, knowing that we need to depend on each other and through our Father in heaven. This group is for everyone. If you're going through cancer, if you've already gone through all of your treatments and you are in remission, it's also for those that are part of the family. Maybe it's you're the caregiver, Maybe it's your coworker. It also could be for the spouse or the children. And more important, this group is for those that have lost someone that have finally gone to see our Father in heaven. And they come back and they share their journey and they love on one another because they've walked that. There are a million and a half people in Los Angeles County living with some form of cancer. And I am so grateful to Shepherd Church for opening up their doors to allow us to have this amazing ministry here. The people of this community need this ministry, and we are so happy to be able to have it here so that we can give them hope and encouragement during their journey. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us again next week at this same time as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.